Hello everyone, what's up? Welcome to yet another SDGC review and today uh, to guide me or to help guide me through the review process is my buddy Finn, uh, the other half of the Dual Daddies. What's up, dude? It, it, you know what? It's good. It's, it, it's like we're going on some kind of saga or maybe to a new frontier. It's, you know? it's, it's like, you know, when we reach the frontier, Finn, we're going to find out that the real saga was our friendship all along. Was the friendship that we made along the way? Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly, 100%. Absolutely. 100%. In, in fact, we're going to find out that the, the real saga were the uh, was any one of the seven main characters you play as. Uh, uh, for in, me, in for saga me, the Frontier. true saga was the romancing we did along the way. Absolutely, it was something of a romancing saga uh, for yes. all of us, really. But uh, all uh, all shtick aside, so we are here to review Saga Frontier uh, HD or Saga Frontier Remaster, technically as it's called. Um, originally released in 1997 for the PlayStation, uh, it has seen new life uh, on on current gen consoles, and of course, thank you to Square Enix for providing the code and the opportunity to review this game uh, on the Nintendo Switch. Um, The Switch. (laughs) Looks like the new Frontier was portable. Oh, my God. Enough of you. Um, (laughs) uh, I had not played Saga Frontier since it released in 1997, Um, and there aren't a lot of JRPGs I can say that about. So I was really, really curious to revisit this and see how I felt about it. What, 1997? What is that? 20... I mean, 97 was uh was was the year of Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, so, so it was a, it was a crowded year, year to launch in. Yeah, crowded year. Um, so right off the bat, Saga Frontier does things differently than most JRPGs do, and if you are familiar with the saga. A series of games from Square Enix, then you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, uh, then uh, essentially what Soccer Frontier does is it runs on the free scenario system. Uh, and in the free scenario system, you can play as any of the different protagonists. There are seven of them. They are all in the same world. Like, like they're all, uh, they're all, it, like it's a group of planets, right? Um, and uh, each one of them has different forms of magic and technology and stuff like that. Um, the the whole idea behind the saga series as a whole is that they are extremely obtuse um, and uh, extremely nonlinear. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the the big thing about saga growing up was that it was like the most polarizing of all of the major RPG franchises. I think it's still I think it's still the, the most polarizing to be honest. With I would you. say so. Like it's 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 you either love it or you hate it. You either know that you're a saga fan or it's just not your jam. Um, and of course, so my question for you, know, you was: Does Saga Frontier fix that for anybody? Um, okay, so 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 this is a complicated question, right? Like, and there's not an easy answer for it. Um, like you said, the Saga Frontier, or, or not not just Saga Frontier, but the Saga series in general, has its massive, massive advocates, people who love these games, and it has people who just straight up do not care for them um back in the day i i you know i played through about maybe four of the scenarios before i decided okay i've seen enough you know just you know um the saga games never really caught on with me um and if you if you have played roman like romancing saga for example or or you know two or three or any one of the you know you know i mean your your best opportunity would have been to play any of the re-releases any of the remakes if you found that those were not for you, 
I don't think Soccer Frontier is going to change your mind. Um, because although it is a, you know, this game came later, you know, it does things somewhat differently than the other games. At its core, it's still, it still kind of adheres to those Saga series tenets, you know what I mean, Finn? Of, yes. of uh, you know, just... Um, Changing storylines, um, you know, you, you know, an extremely nonlinear nature. The game really does not tell you where to go. In fact, when you start these scenarios, like in some scenarios, it just drops you into the middle of of, of everything with no guidance whatsoever. Um, and uh, you know, and this and that carries over to the battle system as well. Um, you know, this isn't like. You know, it's turn-based battles, but but this isn't like a traditional uh, leveling structure, right? Um, you have, uh, you know, you can either you can do combination attacks if certain conditions are met within battle, but those aren't but those conditions aren't really clearly defined to you. Um, when you win a battle, um, things like hit points and life points and strength and quickness go up, um, and uh, you know. You can learn most skills uh, mid-battle, right? Um, you just, you know, you know, you know, you play through the like. Honestly, th this was my issue with Saga Frontier in the past, and also with you know the rom you know the romancing games I played is that the battle system is just it's not very clearly explained at all. Um, like for example, that, the, that's I've, yeah, I have that same vibe. Well, like take the romancing games for example, right? Like grinding in that game is actually going to make the game harder for you because the more uh, you know the more random battles you engage in the stronger the like enemies will scale with you um and so the more fights you get into the harder the game gets uh but the game doesn't really tell you that right like and and so soccer frontier in that sense is is very similar um from an aesthetic standpoint like there there are some big differences you know obviously we have moved away from uh, we have moved away from 2D sprites to 2D sprites in a 3D rotating background. Um, and, like, from a visual perspective, like, this is weird, Finn. Like, from a visual perspective, Saga Frontier is one of the best remasters Square has put out. Bar none. Um, now, you... here's a question for okay. you. What does it offer? Does it offer any kind of quality of life upgrades? Like, does it make the game feel more modern or is it still rooted in its its history it is very much a game of its time there is an extra scenario with a with an extra character uh named uh named fuse um and his fuse's uh, fuse's scenario was oh, cut. that was such a what a great game that was right yeah it, right yeah fuse <laughs> fuse was cut from the original game due to uh storage constraints and i think time i'm not sure though um but uh he's a patrolman for the interregional police organization I will full transparency. I I have not played his scenario. Um, I, I I have not. I played uh, I played red, blue, and T two six zero, who is a uh, a robot. Uh, you mean I'm sorry. Do you mean uh, Final Fantasy four Sid had a baby with Chrono Crosses or Chrono Trigger's Robo? Something like that. Yeah. Because that's exactly who he looks like. Yeah. Something. And like that. I will die on that hill. Something like that. Um, it's also it's also important to point out, by the way, that um, well, hold on. Well, we'll I was going to talk about Blue's final boss, but we'll we'll get to that. Um, but I I, I want to touch on something uh, that I said about the the visuals uh, in the remaster. Did you play? Have you played any of the like uh, the you know the you know the the remaster of Final Fantasy IX, for example? Have you played that? 
Yes. Okay, so you notice how the characters are super defined, but the background, like, they didn't do much to those pre-rendered backgrounds. Right, the background's kind of like they kept it with the static con- uh, camera angles and whatnot. Right, when it was also very fuzzy, like, they didn't really do much to up the backgrounds at all. No, and as a result, as a, as a result, those polygonal characters really stood out. Um it, they looked great, but it also made the backgrounds look worse. The case is different here. Like, they actually did a really good job touching up the backgrounds uh, in Soccer Frontier uh, Remastered. Like, obviously, uh, upscaling this game, um, they gave it a lot of time and attention. Like, a ton of effort went into that. It's obvious. The problem is that I never thought the game was that good looking to begin with. Um, and that has not changed. Um you know, it, it is a it is a fine remaster uh, in the sense that a lot of effort obviously went into this. But for me personally, the visual style just is not overly appealing. Um, and, you know, that I hate saying that like it sounds petty. Right. Um, but, you know, I man, I, I really went into this one. I was super curious about about playing this and you know here's the thing it's not a bad game like that like the like the saga games are not bad games at all um they're i just don't think they're for me um and anybody who is a fan of traditional jrpgs will probably have a difficult time getting into these if if they if they had not already been exposed to them earlier like on the super Nintendo. right because you have to you have to accept the fact that people that uh you know got accustomed or exposed to jrpgs in that era most of them were final fantasy or chrono right. trigger or the man the the mana series or even dragon warrior or dragon quest at the time you know like it's it's a very big departure. It does a lot of stuff different than other franchises. Like if you go from Final Fantasy to Dragon Quest, a lot of your skills and knowledge will carry over. The basic core is the same. And so you go and you think like, oh, look, another square RPG. And you think you know what to expect. And it's very different. And I think that threw off a lot of people. And it still does today. It's like you can't go from Bravely Default 2 and then jump in the saga frontier remastered and expect like the same kind of right. tropes and, and skill set to carry over. It doesn't happen that way. And I feel like releasing it so close to something like Bravely Default 2 kind of does the game a disservice in a way. Um you know, because I, I, I you know I I loved Bravely Default 2. Um loved it. And I know a lot of other people did too. Um but that's an easy sell for JRPG fans, right? Like it is a Try it like that game adheres to a tried and true Final Fantasy formula. It's a JRPG crowd pleaser. Soccer Frontier is a little different, um, and I honestly, if you're going to remaster a saga or a saga game, I personally would have chosen Soccer Frontier too because, regardless of how you feel about the game itself, it is one of the most beautiful games ever to release on PlayStation. Um, did you ever f- uh, play Soccer Frontier? On, on PlayStation The original, fin- yes. How far did you get? How many scenarios did you finish? <clears throat> All right. Uh, it's been a while, so please uh, give me credit. I think I, I played the robot one. I played red. I played blue. Um, 
I don't remember the name, but it was like the the girl who got the the like blood tran- infusion or something. Oh, um, uh, Acellus or or yes, Acellus. There you go. And and I think one other that I I did not even because I haven't played the remaster yet. I have not jumped on this one yet because baby plus other games. You've got other. Just, you've got other shit going. It, on. it wasn't. It wasn't in the cards yet. Yet I plan on it, but. Back in the day, I did not beat it because even back then, like my attention was pulled to the other RPGs of the year type of scenario. So, you know, I, I feel that's why I was excited for this remaster because I felt like I never gave it the fair shake do you, that it deserved do back you, then. Do you plan on going through all of the, well, I guess now eight scenarios? When I you... mean, if I play it, yes. Like I, I, I tend to try and beat a game when I start it. And if I don't think I can, I won't start it right away. Like, I'll, like, I'm hoping for, uh, I, I want to play all of the remasters of Romance and just one day just buckle down for a month or two and just knock them out, sit with a walkthrough so I don't fuck anything up and that's just the, enjoy so, them for what they are. So, Finn, that's the other thing, right? Like, so, so like I said, I made it through three scenarios, right? And, and like, they're not overly long. Like, you know, they don't take incredibly long to get through. Um, this isn't like, it, you know, when we're talking seven scenarios or eight scenarios in a JRPG for anybody who's listening... I, this is not a this is not a ninety hour game, you know. Right. Like like you can get through these scenarios in a reasonable amount of time, um, you know. I got through I I, uh, I got through like three, um, and I I went into this like extremely curious as to whether or not my feelings would change because just like you, I was like you know this released originally in nineteen ninety seven in a amidst a sea of legendary RPGs on PlayStation. Uh, and I just, I you know, I wonder if I didn't give it the time it deserved. Um, but after trying to play Romancing Saga, Romancing Saga 2, and Romancing Saga 3, after three scenarios in, in Saga Frontier, I realized this, so this is not a bad game. It is not a bad game. I have played far worse JRPGs than this. It's just not for me, and that's okay. And if it's yeah. and, and and if it's not for and if you're listening to this and it's not for you, that's okay too. Not everything has to be for you. Um, but I will say this: if you do go into Soccer Frontier or any of the soccer games, really, just like Finn said, bring a walkthrough for the love of God. Bring a walkthrough because when I say that Soccer Frontier does not explain anything to you, it does not. Um, that goes for not ju- not just you know the direction of the story itself, but also for, like, you know, gameplay mechanics and battle mechanics. Like, like the game tells you nothing. And that's that's the whole gist. And that's not, like, a design flaw. That's that's the way these games are supposed to be designed. That's the way the Saga games are presented traditionally. Um, but your, your results, like, your mileage in these games, Finn, I think you'll agree, will wildly vary. Yeah. And like, that's that's how it's always been. Like I said, it's always been one of the most div- divisive franchises around. And j- remastering it without making core changes to the gameplay was never going to change that. But I hope it finds new audiences because you know it is still a long running beloved franchise. And it you know I don't I want all franchise JRPGs to flourish. So right, and you know more on that. Now if, if all so- I have to say is. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Now that Squ- now that Square has uh, revived most of the Saga franchise, remake 
and bring over Bahamut Lagoon, you absolute cowards. <laughs> or don't even remake it. Just bring it over. Translate it. Yeah. And translate it's it fine. and bring it over. Let me play it on my Super NES. Pay NC. the people that did the fan translation. Yeah. Just be like, yo, Slap here's a couple there. thousand bucks for your hard work. Take their work. Ma- roll with it. Give us that Bahamut Lagoon. Give them credit. Please. Ugh. Anyway. Um, Any final thoughts on this one, John? So, um... So, uh, oh, right. I, I did want to point out, because um, I, I wanted to see if they, ch- like, so I made it all the way to, so Blue, the character Blue, has an infamous scenario in which the his scenario lit- ends literally in the middle of his final boss. It just ends. <laughs> like, the screen grays yep. out, and that's the end of the scenario. And, and you know, the story that Square had always given was, you know, um, you know, this was always, it was always planned to be like that it was always planned and people were like mm, no i'm not sure i'm buying that right so so blue was the first scenario that i played all the way through because i was super curious to see if they had actually implemented the entire final boss fight and you know what they did finn what they do nothing it's the same <laughs> oh, super fun so so it was so so but but i do believe now, I do believe now that that was always the way it was meant to be. Is that is that his final boss, his scenario ends literally in the middle of his final boss. Um, uh, you know, and, and I can see how people would maybe not buy that simply because uh, Kawazu had already, had already said, you know, we had a lot of time constraints and disk space issues and there was, there was content we had to cut, like for example, Fuse. Um, so, but apparently... Th- that was all the way it was always planned to be. And there was actually also, and I had to do some digging for this one, there was actually originally supposed to be a ninth player uh, who was the daughter of a channeler's family uh, engaged in some kind of argument over who would inherit family property. But they dropped that in the uh, early development stages, not because of disk space or time issues, but because they were like this you know this scenario is too comedic it's too funny um Mm. and and what's interesting finn is that the original title of the game and i was not aware of this was actually romancing saga 4 you know that makes sense and uh and it was and it was originally meant to be a super nintendo game and they changed the name um or super famicom game uh but they changed the name when uh when the playstation came out and you know of course you know that famous rift happened (laughs) with squaresoft uh and and nintendo and they're like well you know okay we're not going to do that anymore so we're we're going to rename this and it's going to be a spinoff of the saga brand and it's going to be on playstation um but uh, these stories, and oh, and there's one more thing I, I did want to mention. Like these stories all exist independent of each other, but everything does come together. Um, and uh, in that way, like y- you know, a, a lot of people have you know talked about the way Octopath Traveler handles its story. This is done in a sort of similar way, but that's where the comparison. I was going to say that's that's the easiest comparison right. to make to give someone but, an idea of like what to. But I do want to say that 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 is where those comparisons end because aside from that, from a gameplay and narrative perspective, like 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 Octopath Traveler is a very traditional JRPG with a cool battle system. Um, like like it explains it like like there's nothing like there's no question as to where you need to go in Octopath Traveler. Whereas in the Saki game, it's 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 like I don't know, man. You figure it out, dude. Figure it out, man. Get going. Get you know get working. 
but yeah, that's that's uh, that's really all I have to say about Soccer Frontier. In closing, Finn, I'll say that you know I'll reiterate: not a bad game, not a bad game. I am uh, uh, supremely grateful to Square Enix for uh, giving me the chance to 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 review this game for them. Um, I, you know, approach it with an open mind. Uh, if you do like the romancing uh, series of soccer games, you will almost certainly dig this. Like this is this is your shit. If you did not like the romancing uh, saga games then there is nothing present in Saga Frontier that is going to change your mind. And it's not a good or a bad thing. It's just a fact. Yeah. What nothing about, wrong with that. What about you, Finn? You got anything else? No, I mean, that was pretty much it. Like I said, this is on the... I've, I, I've got it downloaded on my Switch. I just need the time to play it. But I, I never thought that this game would be the one to change my mind on the Saga franchise as a whole. Uh, but I do hope that it continues to flourish because there, there's enough love to go around for all all franchises. <laughs> when or if you do play it, though, I would like to do another one of these with you simply because I'd like to get your take and see if your opinion has changed. Heck yeah. So maybe we can revisit this, right? Sounds good. Okay, cool. All right. Well, uh, Finn, do you want to take us out of here, man, since I opened? Yeah. So as always, I'm at Nolan Nerdcast, and he's at Game Dad, uh, JP. So... Follow us on the official SCGC. We have a live show every Thursday. And remember, kindness costs nothing. Take it easy, everyone.